This is professional radio, gentlemen. That's front wheel drive. Sorry, have you got anyone you want to thank? Just myself. And now we do the after hours. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, what would you go for? Thanks to your Okay, and because it's not a supercar. But it is. It's not. Automotive perfection comes in the form of two letters, A and U. Long live my LTD. Welcome to Car Talk. It's Tuesday night here at 98.9 Northwest FM. It's me, Maddie J, in the live in the studio and online with Mr. Scotty Doe Johnson, Mr. David Prince. And if we've got Steph there as well, Steph Canole, how are you guys and girls today for the first for the first time in a very long time? How are we all? Doing well, thank you. Well, I'm really good, thank you. We can't hear her currently. So we'll, we'll, okay. we'll wait till we can hear her. Come back Steph. <laughs> We'll come back to you. We'll come back to you. How are we, guys? What's happening in your car worlds? Now, David, I saw you the other day. Um, I, I did. And on your end, what's what, what's going on? What's going on? Aside from um, uh, life just seems just a tad busy at the moment. Work's pretty crazy at the moment. I've got in the middle of quite a few sort of bigger restoration jobs, which drag on for a few days, and then you get busy with other stuff, and they you find it goes three or four days without finishing them um but you know right off more than you can chew and chew like mad yeah absolutely um, car wise um oh i had the uh i mentioned last week i just picked up the uh, new honda zrv from honda australia um for a week and uh yeah we had to give that back yesterday sadly um but uh i had a great time with that really impressed with how the the Civic platforms matured and the ZRVs, for those that don't know, between the HRV and the CRV, um, but it's based on the new Civic platform, which is the what the FL5 Type R is based on, mm-hmm. um, but a much lower centre of gravity than CRV. The CRV has always been really smooth and quiet and nice and there's nothing wrong with it, but getting swapping from one to the other, it just feels a bit ponderous and a bit top-heavy and a bit wallowy compared to the... Um, ZRV. So yeah, we had a we had a really good week in that. There's a real sort of sweet spot in the range, I think, that it offers pretty much everything you could want um, without the compromises that some brands seem to be making now with spare tires and number of seats and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, liked it an awful lot. I remember when I saw it at your place, David. It's it's a lot lower than I thought it would be. Um, yeah, it's more uh, of a wagon actually- almost than an SUV, really. I was just about to say that it looks more like a wagon than an SUV, yeah. and and I actually quite I quite like that. I think that I think that's really really good. I know uh, seeing, seeing the pictures, it, I mean, always in the beauty shots, they make them they make them look bigger than they are. And exactly. when I got there, I'm like, actually, this is actually an okay size. Like it it just looked like a Civic, just just with um, just just a little bit higher. So yeah, absolutely. So from now on, we'll call it the ZRV Avant, shall we? Oh yeah, the event. Yes, correct. Yeah, it's uh, we'll we'll make it into um into basically uh Honda's version of of Audi. Uh, exactly. Um, the car we had was a white one, and it was a base model. And um, it's certainly white. It's not the nicest color uh, in it, I don't think. And it sort of accentuated what's quite a long nose on it, which mm. seems to be the trend with a lot of cars now. The front overhangs and well, the the, the whole front compartment engine compartment 
and the overhanging front of the front wheel seems to be getting bigger and bigger in a lot of cars. Um, Fair to say it, it was pretty um, stormtrooper spec with the white and yeah, the big- it's exactly what what you commented, wasn't it? It, yeah. it was a bit that. Um, so yes, won't be getting a white one, I don't think. Actually, Kat sort of thought it looked a bit like a dash hound. <laughs> so I thought, well, that's retro Honda going back because that's what the Honda was. That's what inspired the Honda Dax motorbike, wasn't it? Oh right, I didn't know that. There you go. Yeah, hundred percent. That's why it was called the Dax because uh, the, so the I can tell my inside can, the frame and it had, it had that long crossbar. That's really cool. I can tell my sister now because she she's got a she's got a dashy. Um, oh, there you go. Be like, you know what? Uh, your dog is uh, is has got a relationship to a car, and then she'll be in like, the, oh, sorry, the, sorry, to, sorry, to, to a bike, to a bike, and, and, and fifty be, years ago, 50 yeah, years ago, be, she, her mind will be blown. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was good. Um, what else have I driven uh, in the last week that stood out to me? Heard a few interesting stories about cars, but I won't uh, go into them now because I'll probably involve someone else on the podcast so um we might uh wait for that person to be on one night i'm sure he'll he'll reveal all um yeah and i think that's pretty much me i've been pretty uh occupied with that so in terms of now updating the crv would you consider the the zrv or is, is that like the front runner now like you think that that's the perfect size it's, it's what you need it's got five seats which 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 is which is good that's that's true, and it's got a spare tire. So um, it's got a spare tire. Yeah. Uh, look, Matthew, it's it's. Uh, I'll, I'll get all politically. Like I, I wouldn't like to confirm or deny that um, there's a um, platinum metallic uh, VTIL on the water that's might have Ooh. my name. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Very exciting. Talk voting with your feet, isn't it? Yes. Uh, so yes. VTIL. That's mid spec, right? Yeah, yeah, I, and as is often the case, it's a sweet spot. Sweet spot in the range, I think. It yeah. picks up a lot of a lot of stuff that uh, is nice to have. Um, the only thing, and it's already got a lot more safety tech than, than the CRV even had mm-hmm. five years ago, six years ago. Um, it still doesn't pick up. What does it not pick up until you get to the top model? Um, rear tra- cross traffic alert and the. Um, Blind spot monitoring. So that's the only thing. That's the only things because because there's VTI LX, which is the next one up, correct? So that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so um, like you're pretty much getting getting everything anyway. Really, like hands free tailgate. Yeah. You know, l- l- uh, you're gonna have the leatherette seats with fabric, heated front seats, privacy glass. Um. Yeah. The, the actual nice looking wheels, not like the uh, Bob Jane's. Yeah, the eighteen wheels, eighteen inch wheels, eight sure. inches, much better than. The, actually, I think it'd look really good with the set of the Civic eighteen inch wheels on it. Ooh. The black, black ones. They look pretty yeah, sharp. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think that. I'm glad Mr. Bunting's not here. He thinks I'm obsessed with wheels on cars. So, pulling <laughs> off his seat about now. But um, yeah, haven't even got the car yet. And I'm thinking of the wheels I'm going to put on it. That's a bit sad, isn't it? No, no, that, that's uh, it's, it's, it's quite often the case with us car guys. I mean, Scotty can attest to this. When when you had the the GDR on its way, you had the suspension and everything ready, right? Like that. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. I already had better suspension and everything. It's just all about improving what they already came with. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, that's exciting, Mister Prince. Um, I'm actually excited for you. So, platinum grey metallic VTIL, lovely, lovely car. Mm. I'm actually, I'm, I'm excited to see it. How far mm. away are uh, we? We talking? We talking? Uh, a little bit. Uh, actually, it, it's it's um, 
I think the delivery date is the day after we get back from our little holiday. Get out. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool present to come back yeah, to. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, so that'll be good. Uh, it, it, I mean, the interior looks very similar to the current Civic anyway as well. Like it, It's a, like similar cluster. Exactly like the current Civic. So maybe if I put a red badge on the steering wheel, I might think I was in a tight part. <laughs> no, uh, actually, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> Hey, I've seen it done many times. You can, yeah. always, you can, always, I mean, you can always put like a like a, a, a ZRVR, you know, Type R on, on the on the yeah, back. Yeah, that's not bad. That's a good idea. I could do that. It doesn't need a hint of red. I think it's a very grey, grey yeah. inside, black, grey outside, black inside. Bit of bit of red would look nice. Actually, I was just before I came on the podcast, I was reading FL five online, reading a um, FL five road test, and with the red Brembo calipers up. That, that really sets them off nicely. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. Hope Honda's listening. Type RZRV. Now that would be a um, that would be a car. Well, if if Hyundai can do it with the Kona N, precisely, I, precisely. Uh, I I I I would definitely see a case for it. Um, yep. And it's yep. the, the the to be fair, the Kona N sells quite well. So. It does. It, it absolutely does. <clears throat> so there's definitely a case. Nice. Uh, so that that's it on your end. I think that's that's it enough, more than enough for me. <laughs> uh, well, we're just checking with Steph. Steph, are you there? Can we? Can you hear us? Yes. Oh. oh. Hey. Hello. Hi. How are you going? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we had some technical difficulties at the start, but but you're here. Um, uh, we'll do my car update. Sure, car updates with Steph. Let's go. <laughs> go um... for it. I drove my Holden Cruise two kilometres to Williamstown today. <laughs> um, and I drove Pam's laser to the airport today. And that's about it. Very yeah, good. that's my car update. Mine still <laughs> has a ding in the um, bonnet. Matt hasn't fixed it yet. Yes. Um, so. <laughs> These I'm are the car updates we want to hit, Steph. And he hasn't cleaned my car in a while either. Oh, <laughs> that is absolutely outrageous. So I might outrageous. have to uh, I might have to press the mute button, Steph. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the line seems to be dropping out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, well, it, it's good. I, I will have your car cleaned on the weekend at some point. So it should be in car updates with you next week. Correct. It'll, it'll be car updates with me. With me I next hope week. so. I hope yeah. so. <laughs> time he takes one of the cars out that sit in the garage before he puts it back into the garage he cleans them thoroughly because he doesn't want the dust spreading into the house <laughs> here we go <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like such a good idea at the time <laughs> oh, this is brilliant this is a this was this is this is probably a bad idea i think no we're enjoying it immensely Oh, I, I, I can tell. I can absolutely tell. Uh, Scotty Doe, updates with you. Um, nothing too much. I bought stuff to, I said ages ago, I've repainted the rear spoiler on the Subaru. I still haven't sanded it back or anything yet because it looks very horrid at the moment you know once you put the clear coat and you haven't done anything else yet yeah it has that real dull dull look on it so i have the sandpaper and everything ready to go i just haven't got around to doing that yet um other than that not much else the only kind of car news i got is the magazine that i showed you that i got 
Mm. Yes, that's cool. Had the special um, R30 and R31 things in it. It's it's weird because it's a brand new magazine. It hasn't been touched. And it came out, this issue, in 2020, January oh. 2020. That's got an old 2020 calendar in it. That's cool. With many cool cars in there from not just Skylines. I mean, it's got the... Um, the leopard in there. It's got an RX-7 FC. It's got a, a old, the old boxy shaped um, Sauras. Yeah, I love those. We got the boxy shape there. Um, yeah, at first when I got it, I thought it was just going to be full of 30s and 31s in there, but it's got like um, not just 30s and 31s. It's got some people's cars and stuff in there like that there. The R30 and just going through people's cars that they've owned. So some special ones that have been added in the front. And then as you flick through, come across a whole bunch of other vehicles oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. in there too, that you didn't really know, you know, existed. So an Affini MS6 is in there. Um, hmm. There is also write-ups of Ferrari 355. GTS. <laughs> so they, put nice. they put a bit of everything in this magazine. It does. It's got um, some car shows that people have gone to. So some write-ups on car shows in here. Hours um, of fun with Google Translate. Yeah, it will yeah. be. <laughs> and then um, their market. So you've got your yeah. car rents and the dealerships are all in there too. Um, yeah, it was really cool. I just kind of roughly – so that's one of the um, – a car show and event there. Yeah. yeah. Filled with um, RX-7, so some kind of RX-7 meat and barbecue that they that they had, and there's just tons of pictures and write-ups of that. There's car shows in here. Um, it is just absolutely jam-packed of things, I guess, that we used to have in all the car magazines back in the day, but you don't, you don't have any more, unfortunately. That's cool. Now, Scotty, I'm not yeah. gonna lie to you. I wasn't a fan of the R30 when I first when I first saw one. I thought I thought they I thought compared to an R31, they didn't look anywhere near as good. Um, but I've actually kind of grown to really like them, and I and I think they are quintessential '80s Nissan. Like they 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 personify that them in a 31. So yeah, I think it's one of those cars that you need to see in person. Person, yeah. I don't think the pictures really make it look that great, but when you get to see one in person, which is pretty rare around here. Yeah. Um, yeah, they look so much better. So, yeah. Sorry, codes of me, you know, not, not terrific. But the 30, that was the, we got that as the 2.4 fuel-injected sedan, didn't we? And then a hatch. Correct, Correct. Yeah. 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 Great cars, great cars. Yeah. And still, yeah, don't really see many. I don't really see many pop up for sale. If they do, they're actually still pretty cheap. Hmm. They're cheaper than a 31. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they just keep going up and up but yeah it's um interesting that's pretty much it i haven't really done anything else yet no so the first one we got here badged as a skyline that was the what was the one before the 30 was it i'm not going to say 29 surely not no no it was um but they came out here in 78 and went no. through to about 80 82 because I think Bunting had one of uh, one of those. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He had he had a four door. Yep. Yeah. They came in a two and four door here. Yeah. Um, 
after the 240K, I remember at the time, a lot of people didn't like 240Ks back in the day that we got, which was the, was the Ken Murray one that um, everyone's yes. for now in Japan. Um, but they're worth big money here too if you can find one. But they were great cars, really good cars. Yeah, they weren't as they weren't as popular. They didn't make very many. It was the the model before that that was more popular and still is very popular. Yeah. yeah. Even just in normal trim, not you know anything to do with two doors or anything like that just even just their normal four door ones from back then uh, are worth quite a lot. I think anything around sixties and seventies is worth a lot anyway. I think anything with the word skyline attached to it is yeah, worth a lot right. money these days. So <laughs> no, that's, yes. that's really cool. Updates with, Updates with you. I tested out my new toy, which was my uh, my little Karcher steam cleaner, handheld steam cleaner. Yeah, that uh, looks cool. And I I, I was like, because oh, because I'm a, I'm a big fan of sitting down and watching detailing videos, and and Steph can attest to this that I'm I'm a bit of a bit of a loser when when it, when it comes to like just sitting there and watching people clean cars because I find it, I find it therapeutic, um, <laughs> but. Uh, I was like, I was, and they, they use steam cleaners to do interiors and then, you know, under the find it therapeutic. If she could sit and watch someone clean her car too, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I gave it a try on the Typhoon. Now, the Typhoon, we all know, is a pretty clean car, but I wanted to make it even cleaner by we're doing some stuff underneath the bonnet. And um, especially in the hard to get you know, nooks and crannies and, and, and things like that, the, the steam just, just kind of eats it all away. And, works a treat like it like it gets around the, all the little bolts and everything so um car talk top tip if you're trying to clean your car really well and you want to get like little bits and pieces off uh, that's a lot cheaper than um dry ice uh i would uh consider getting a little handheld um uh, steam cleaner the only issues only issue with them um you do have to top them up every 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 little bit because the, the, you don't really fit a lot in it uh, but apart from that, they're yeah, really right, really, really, really rated. So I, I did that underneath the bottom of the typhoon, really made a difference. And um, so I looked at it, I was like, wow, that actually looks that looks that looks great. So, so similar results, similar results to like the dry ice machines. Yeah, to an extent, absolutely. Um, like it, obviously it, not exact, but you know, to correct. you know, most yeah. of the kind of dirt stuff. Yeah, correct. So like it, it basically like I, I was doing it across the you know the the body seams and. Um, and just parts that you can't get to, and and I think the good thing about the steam is that because it's just it's steam, it it, it can get you know, it can get it can go far. So um, so with the amount of pressure it it puts out, which is like well over two or three bar, I think it's lot lots of lots of lots of pressure. It um it it works really really well, and yeah, it, it basically the, the you can see the the grit just just go away. If not, it agitates it enough that you can just wipe it off, and 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 yeah, it, it kind of. Oh, so yeah, highly recommend uh, recommend doing that. But I think that is pretty much it on my end. Oh, Rand is at his new shop, so the the scamp is going in uh, either tomorrow or Thursday. Um, and then uh, he knows it has to be uh, roadworthy by the time I come back from Japan, so it can be in my name and we can take it to scam camp. Uh, which which uh, Scotty, you have to come to by the way. Uh, that's uh, that, that's that's definitely happening. Don't I get in that? Uh, I mean, you can, you can come. You can. Oh, I was going to bring Thomas anyway. So he's uh, ruined my car, Steph. If there isn't it is. Thank you, thank you, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, moving on. Before I get my ass handed to me anymore by by the people on this podcast, this is I, fun. 
I can see you guys are really, really enjoying it. Now, I wanted to talk about new cars. Now, now, I know we don't talk about new cars quite often on this show. But we, I mean, we do, but we don't in, in the form of like, you know, kind of looking at what, what's for sale and, and what have you, because obviously the market's shifting towards EVs and to SUVs. Um, but I've chosen three brands today to start with um, that we can we can look through the range and see what's a what's a yay, what's a uh, and what's a nay. So like you know what what we would you know spend our money on, what we kind of like, uh, and the and the sweet spots in the, in the models. Now, now the three companies are Kia and Hyundai, and we're choosing Honda because because um, Mr. Mr. David Prince is uh, is is the the Honda guru. So um, now I know speaking to Steph about the 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 ZV, you actually quite liked the look of that, didn't you? So we'll start with Honda. Honda's current range, they've got the HRV, the, the ZRV, or ZRV, or ZRV, however you want to say it, the Civic, the Accord, and the CRV. So they've got, obviously, you know, different specs and, and different, different to those cars. But I think what they've got now is they've got a... They've got a, a They've got a range where you know they've got cars that have sold and you know and, and names that have been around for a while. Minus minus the ZRV, obviously, because that because that's because that's new. Um, and I think they've got a loyal fan base. So the new HRV, which which is about to which is about to come out, I think it's a really good looking car. Uh, about to you... come out? Do you mean the CRV? Oh, sorry, sorry, CRV. Sorry, new, yep. new CRV. There's too many RVs in in. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, it's in the name. <laughs> it's in the. <laughs> Uh, so the new CV that, that's about the kinds. It's a really, really nice looking car. I think. Um, I think they've. It's. It's matured. Um, yeah. It's. It's kind of got a, a little bit more boxy, but I. I don't really mind that because I kind of. I guess it's funny how car design goes. It goes curvy, then it goes boxy, and then it goes curvy, then it goes boxy. And- yeah, it's a fashion thing, isn't it? Absolutely, it's a fashion thing. So I wanted to get your opinion on Honda's current. Um, current range of the HRV, ZRV, Civic Accord, and CRV, and where would you? Uh, what, what's your opinion on 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 their on their on their range, and what would you if you had to go there? What would you buy, or or what wouldn't you? Well, from my point of view, I've, I've actually seen a CRV in the um, in the metal, um, and yeah, I, I was a little underwhelmed compared compared to the current one. Okay, um, only because I suppose I'm very used to the current one, but it's no secret that one of Honda's biggest markets is America. And, and to me, the, the the way that the CRVs grown a little bigger and chunkier and square, it reminds me almost like a car we've never got here, here called the Pilot. So it's yeah, there's sort of a you know, um, and 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 that's also the reason for the ZRV sort of slotting in between because it's literally going to be, I think it's like 15 centimeters longer than the HRV and shorter than the CRV. So. Mm. At the moment, it's pretty pretty line ball in size with the CRV, although it's slower. Um, so yeah, it will, there will be a three pronged approach. And let's face it, SUVs are what what sells at the moment. Um, the vast vast majority of of new cars, well, if if they're not dual cab utes, and, and we're not having those in the equation at the moment, other than dual cab utes, it seems that the the bulk of cars is SUVs. Love them or hate them, they're 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 here, and that's what what manufacturers are putting up. For sale, yeah. I, I, I suppose too. It's a, a time of your life thing too. I mean, we don't have a, a need. We're happy that the ZRV is small. We wouldn't have wanted a bigger car again. In some ways, the current CRV, interestingly, it originally stand, stood for compact recreational vehicles. <laughs> so they, uh, it's sort of uh, exceeded the parameters of that now. But um, yeah, I, I actually really like the look of the HRV. It was. It's quite. Um, 
it's it's quite individual looking and, and things like the body color grill that it has um the um, sort of chunky alloys that it has uh, i i don't mind the look of the hrv at all i i quite like the zrv in the right color as i've said um but yeah the crv did underwhelm me but i just think it's it's a bit too americanized for for the australian market i'm sure it'll still sell in droves um and the good thing is honda even with their new sales model are, are committing to a um on on release to to delivering a, a good selection of of model grades it's not just um just this one or this one like when the new civic came out for example uh well, the current civic now it came out in one one model that was it mm-hmm. there was no um no difference in spec um the civic range has now expanded to include the um uh the hybrid and the type uh, the type r oh, obviously yeah. which which all have received very good reviews, you know, once people have got over the initial shock of, of the price. Interestingly, it seems the prices of everything else has gone up too. Correct. So, um, and and the, the prices are sort of comparable to a lot of other things. Some of the new Mazdas that are coming out, I mean, the prices on those are um, extraordinary too. So, yeah, price, price rises are here to stay. And I think a post-COVID, particularly post-COVID, um, there's evidence that all the manufacturers are putting their prices up, and their even their small cars are getting getting quite pricey. There's no sort of no such thing as a you know fifteen nine ninety drive away car anymore. So those days are gone. Um, like the, the new CRV, kind of for me looks. It, it, it they've gone for the whole um, Santa Fe slash. Uh, what's called Sorrento kind of kind of feel. You know, like yep. the, the more the more boxy. Uh, SUV, um, which 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 look, I don't I don't mind. Like I actually think it looks okay. Um, I'd like to see one in the per- in the flesh, obviously, because it's you know, it's it, they are better when you see them, in, or, or worse for, for that matter when, when you when you see them in, in in real life. But I can see what you mean. It is it is more Americanized because Americans like that big square. You know, I got my truck. You know, like that that kind of uh, that 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 kind of that kind of aesthetic. So I case, think- in, case in point, the H on the grill on the new one. Wait, wait till you see it in the flesh. It is huge. It is like, you know, you could wear it around your neck like the biggest <laughs> medallion you can possibly imagine. You know, biggest bit of bling you've ever seen. But um, it'd be it'd be a good, it'd be a good fifteen centimeters high. I reckon it's enormous. The, the H band, and, and that of course has the radar cruise and all the, the you know all that sort of um, sensing. Um, sensing requirements in it sort of thing so it that's part of the reason but uh it's certainly not subtle we'll say are you are you actually saying david that this is the new uh vw you know combi kind of chain that people used to wear that they're going to use yeah. the <laughs> could well be could well be um i want to say also what's, what's what i found very interesting when seeing the the, the zrv in in real life i'm, I'm gonna get i'm gonna make sure i get my rvs right um <laughs> Is that it's actually it it's lower than a than a HRV, it it yeah. looks lo- it, it's it which is surprising because considering that that's the mid that's the mid SUV right. right so so I found that a bit I found that one one a bit weird but I was I was like I was like shouldn't this one be the be the you know, shouldn't this be the other way around like they gradually get higher as, as SUV SUVs go, um so that kind of that kind of got me a bit confused but I actually quite like this and it, and it made me realize I'm like this is not really an SUV it's more of a it's more of a Civic you know it's a, it's a Civic Outback is what it is um, yeah well, there you then, go I like that Civic Outback then uh, then oh, it then, sells as well as the Outback yeah <laughs> hope for Honda's sake it does yeah let's hope for Honda's sake it absolutely absolutely does 
Um, but what, what about you? What about you guys? So, so again, HOV, ZOV, CIV, Civic Type R, or, you know, Civic or Type R, and Accord. Um, where, uh, what do we think about the range, Scotty? Uh, it's good to see that they got actual bigger range because I feel like Honda in Australia was kind of a little bit flat. Yeah. They were for a there while, yeah. Not really much going on. I, I, I would say looking at the CRV, if I didn't see the badging or anything, there's no way I would guess that's a Honda. Mm. So they're going for something completely different. I would say it's very Jeep-esque. It is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Just having a look at it a bit. And, and as David was saying, it's connected to the American market. Well, you can see why they'd go for that shape. It would sell. It's the size they want. It's the looks they want. So, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you be going for that market? The American market's massive. Yeah. So you'd be silly not to. Um, yeah, the Accord, I don't know. I need to see one in person. Every picture I look, I just, I don't like it. Um, I will agree with you there, Scotty. It looks really long and weird. I, I don't know. It's something about it that doesn't look like a nice, sleek Accord. And maybe that's just the pictures doing it for me. And if I saw it in person, it'd be different. But Sadly, yeah. I don't think it would be if you saw it in person. Um, no. A very good mate of mine um, who probably doesn't listen to this podcast, so I, I'm sure you might hear me say. You're safe. <laughs> Um, he has he he bought 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 it. So I don't seen him bought bought um, as it was um, coming out in hybrid. So he wanted a hybrid. So yeah, he bought it sight unseen. The sad thing about that car is it is ripping to drive. It is a great car to drive. Yeah. Um, the the sad thing is you'd have to walk up to it in the driveway every morning to get into it. Yeah. Um, I, it's certainly not the prettiest car in the range. Um, certainly not the prettiest decor by a long shot. No. Uh, I've also seen the uh, update to it um, in the flesh, and that that's a much more cohesive design. It's mm. it's a much better looking car in the next generation. Um, so fingers crossed that will come here. Honda has said it, it will, and that there'll always be an accord in the range. Mm. Uh, it's certainly not a volume seller. That's hundred percent for sure, mm. but. Um, it's good that they're acknowledging that it's important to keep that nameplate. I mean, that was first come out in 76 in Japan. So, I mean, that's coming up for 50 years um, as well in, in a couple of years' time. So, yeah, but couldn't agree with you more. It's certainly far from the prettiest looking car there in the range, sadly. I, I just mm. want to say, like, I've seen one in, in person and uh, there was one where, where I was living for a while and they had one um, just parked outside because the guy worked at worked at the Honda dealership. So I think I've seen you guys some pictures of, of the cars that yeah. this person was having. Cord there, um, not a good looking car in the metal on foot. Like I'm glad it exists because it's important that sedans exist, and it looks like it's a good size, but it just the front end looks a bit frumpy. Um, it just like kind of looks like it's like over, it's just overhanging too much. It, it it just doesn't look. You're right, like a cohesive design. Glad it exists though, because because um that and like the Mazda six are kind of like, oh and the the i thirty uh you know the i thirty um sedan which is an Elantra sedan overseas, uh like the, these these kind of mid size sedans are existing which is which is good, um, but yeah it, it, putting that next to an Accord Euro like a, like an early Accord Euro I'd still take mm-hmm. the early Accord Euro every day of the week 100%. every day of the week. 
But again, as, as I said with the CRV, I mean, you look at the market, that Accord is consistently in the top two or three selling cars in America. Yeah. Um, and has been for about 30 years, I think. I mean, it, yeah. and, and by a lot of American people consider an America, consider Honda an American company now. They've been manufacturing for 40 years in America. So, um, a lot of people are involved with with uh, with Honda in America, and it's it's a huge huge enterprise over there, and in Canada, um, and Mexico for that matter too. So, not an easy market to break into. No, absolutely not. Well, I guess the, the Accord is is really like it's from from all accounts, it's very important to the Americans that car because you know it's it was a, it was cheap but reliable, and you know and, and it proved that you know it, it, uh, a um, you know, a a foreign car could do well in that country, and yeah, like oh, I think I think the Accord will will live on regardless um, of, of what happens. They'll always have an Accord because it's because it sells so well in the, in the in the American market. Okay, it's not a big seller here. I could you know I've probably only ever seen that one on the road that I saw. Um, no, probably, probably, actually, I've seen two. I've seen a blue a, a blue one. I think I, I think I saw one other time, but very um, kind of rare car. Limited, limited, limited yeah. Yes, we'll we'll have it that. So so that's the Accord. They've got obviously you know, we, we mentioned the the HRV. Now the HRV, I, I find that such an interesting car that 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 Honda sells. Like it sells okay from what because like I do see them on the road and you know they 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 do exist. But I I just feel like now that the ZRV is there, it's kind of a like is is it needed? You know, it's because because like that's a four seater, right? Like that's yeah. um. And I'm like, well, you know, interestingly, the HRV is now is their entry level car. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, okay, yeah, the, the base model I think is about thirty eight. I think drive away, drive away, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, the Civic starts at about forty forty seven, I think. Yeah, forty five something. Uh, so yeah, it's um, it's their, their entry level car, which is which very changed times in itself from previous you know years ago, but. Um, but yeah, no, look, I think there is a place for it because I think as an entry entry level, it offers a lot, you know, mm. for the for the money. I mean, not everybody needs five seats. That is true. Um, and um yeah, it's it's got that sort of small SUV sort of higher seating position, um, better view of the road. Um, they drive great. I've driven petrol and hybrid versions of that. Um so yeah, I, I think it's still got a place. I think the ZRV, interestingly, is meant to be named, and I think we have discussed this on the uh, podcast before, but yeah, it's a Generation Z, Gen Z recreational vehicle. That's wow. what the ZRV is meant to be. So um, I'm channeling my inner youth, I think. We will now call it the uh, Civic Outback on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh no, very good. All right, so so that's the Accord. That's the ZRV, HRV, and CRV discussed. Don't forget the HRV special magic seats. Ooh. Yes, yes. I think that's probably what um, would hook people too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that's true. It, it's it is a great design. Mm. I think that's what's good about Honda. They always have these funky designs and things that come out with that everyone else doesn't, and it works. Yeah. See, one, thing with the ZRV, one thing we found on the ZRV is that the parcel shelf, which is in the CRV, 
if ever you put stuff in, you know, that you need the parcel shelf out, well, it lives in the lounge room, you know, like it gets taken out of the car and left in the lounge room. The HRV one, uh, sorry, the ZRV one folds, folds in half and actually fits under the floor. Oh, that's cool. So tucked in out of the way, but still in the car. It's brilliant. I've never can, seen that before. Can I, can I just say the best one that they that they do is in the Civic, though, which we're about to get to, because it slides across um, into, like, the puzzle shelf slides across the... Yes, yeah, 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 like a blind it, almost. Like a blind, yeah, and it tucks away, and, and, and you wouldn't even know it's there. And for yeah. me, that's, like, perfect design, because that... You know, it doesn't take any other space. It doesn't make you do any extra work. It's just yep. away, you know, in and out. So, which we're now getting to the Civic. Because Civic, uh, they've got hybrid and they've got uh, obviously normal as well as they've got Type R. Um, I think the Civic's a good, the current Civic's a really good looking car. Uh, you know, I'm seeing a lot more of them on the road. And they, they are something okay from what, from what I've seen. Because I am seeing, I'm seeing more and more on the road. Uh, yep. People that people that buy Civics will continue to buy Civics because they're a Civic and they're reliable and they do everything good because that's what Honda does. I think it's a good looking car. I think it's more, it's it's very cohesive, more cohesive than the last one. Even though I I, I did like the I, I did eventually come around to the last generation. I think this one's just a really mature Civic, but it's um it's it's not that it's a safe Civic in inverted commas in in, in terms of design. I find it more a, um, you know, it, it, I just find it a mature, you know, like a, a it's, it's like a thinking person's, you know, uh, you know, one twenty i or something, you know, it's it's, you know, it's uh, it's it's the it's the it's you know, it, it's that gives that kind of vibes that you know, if you you could buy, you know, uh, like a like a BMW hot hatch, or if you were smart, you'd buy the Civic, which got, which has got everything in it and it's a better car and more reliable, etc. And of, of course, you've got the Type R, which is just, you know, God's gift to the Nürburgring or front-wheel front drives. <laughs> so what's your thought on the Civic uh, humans? Uh, I'd agree. I think I, once once people got past it being as expensive as it was in this uh, in this model, and, and it sort of needed to find its, uh, its, its, its market, I think, a little bit. And that's why you see more and more of them on the road, because as you say, people are shopping them against Euro hatches with the, with the same size and and realizing that the, the quality and the, the drivability of them is um is right up there and yeah, they're they're a very viable alternative and i actually really like the interior of the new one i think it's really classy i, I love the, the little kind of joystick toggles for the uh for the air vents and yep. and and yep. I, I just i just touch like points all... are really nice in, in those cars you know all the all the touch points of them feel quality and they you know, the car drives with a real quality feel too as well. So that is I just the- don't know how you think it looks better than an Accord though, because I, f- I feel like they look the same. Ooh, and, you know, and, and you know what? I, I can I can see that, Steph. Like I, I think like the... <laughs> yeah, you spoke really highly of what the Civic looks like and then really horribly of what the Accord looks like, but they essentially look pretty much the same. You know, for me, and as I said earlier, a little earlier, and Mr. Bunting will attest to the fact that I'm obsessed with wheels, but a big thing is the wheels. I think the wheels on the Accord look cheap and nasty and um, uh, too blingy, whereas the wheels on the Civic fill the wheel arches better. They look smarter and they're, yeah, I think that makes a huge difference the way the car looks. The stance looks better on the Accord than the, uh, sorry, on the Civic than the Accord. Okay, yeah, I I can see that. I'm looking at. I think you're right with the uh, with the looks because they do both look very long. Yeah, they look very stretched out cars, both of them. Like when I look at that, 
Civic now, the four-door Civic, it looks massive in the pictures. <laughs> it's probably not in person, but, you know, it looks just as big as the Accord. If, you know, same size, they look very, very long compared to what I picture as Civics used to look like. Correct. Yeah, they they are a bigger car. Like, but but to be fair, everything in that genre has gone up, gone up a like, gone up a spec, gone up a gone up a you know a kind of size level, if if that makes sense. And and from the side profile, which I'm looking at now, you're right, Steph. Both the Accord and the Civic look look very similar. Like they look very long front end, you know, swooping kind of back hatchish design on the rear. That that uh, that not not a notchback. That like kind of lift back esque kind of kind of design from. Um, from the from the early '90s that 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 cars were cars were having, um, but yeah, I think you're right, David. Like the wheels on, on the Accord don't look great, and the front grille on the Accord doesn't look great either. Like it, it just looks like it was like just slapped on as an afterthought, and I think that's what kind of really if if they change those two things, it'd make the car a lot better. Hopefully, they've done that with the update. Hopefully, they do. Our next brand uh, we're going to cover is actually so b- b- before we go. Which one would be the one we'd buy out of uh, out of out of Honda if we had to put our money? I'm going top of the range Civic Type R. If you can get top of the range, it's I th- as just, long you as get anything you like, Steph. Sunroof. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm with you. I, I I do like the sunroof and and the lack of sunroof in um, even the availability of one in uh, does annoy me. But I'm I'm with you. But I know some of them can cut a hole in the roof of your car and do a lovely job, but whether you do it to a Type R or not is another thing. Mm. Yes. And I was having a debate with my mum about the Civic Type R, actually, and, and she's like, she's like, how come your Fiesta gets heated steering wheel, heated seats, Civic doesn't get either of those? And, she, and I'm, like, I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's got Alcantara and, and, and all this stuff. She's like, she's like, oh. She's like, it's a, it's it's a Type R. It should be a better car. <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, and I'm like, you know what? It, it for every other part except for those two things, it absolutely is. <laughs> so, um, so she's like, she's like, oh well, well, hopefully, you know, in a couple of years that that they, they they put those things in. I'm like, I'm like, we'll see, we'll see. Because um, I don't think they had. Did they have heated seats on the last one, David? In the last Type R, I don't yeah. think so. Just turn the heater on. <laughs> do what my wife does take a hot water bottle with you in the car yeah scotty what's your what, what, um, what take it home i think it depends what i want the car for um look i'm not a huge fan of suvs that much but i don't mind the crv i could probably drive one of those Mm-hmm. Um, I think because I liked the look of the old Santa Fe's too. Yeah, I really like those, and this is like a better version because it's newer and you know a lot of technology and very reliable. And it just it would be just nice to drive, I think, for long trips to load things up. Yeah, take all your stuff with you. Yeah, that would be my pick. And you'll have the thirty-one to go sideways in later, so so you'll be you'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Partner can drive the CRV and behind I'm in the 31. <laughs> uh, love it. Absolutely love it. All right. Moving on to our next car brand, which is... Don't you say which one you're going to choose? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I should, I should say that. Uh, I like the Type R. I'd probably go a Type R, but I'm actually kind of liking the ZRV now that I've seen one in person. I think it's the right size. I think it's... It is actually. No, I'm going to call it the ZRV. I'm going to call it the Civic Outback, and I'm, I, I would, I would buy probably a, a Civic Outback. Uh, I think that would be 
that would be it. But uh, if I wanted a performance car, Civic Type R all the way. Right there. 100%. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, next brand is Hyundai. Now, Hyundai's got a wide range of cars. Uh, we, we don't have to cover each each actual each actual yeah, model. I was going to say we'll be here all night, I think. We'll but... be here all night. Uh, but I'll tell you what I'll tell you what they have uh, currently for sale there. So they've got the Venue, the Kona, the Tucson, as as our friends call it, the Tucson, uh, the Santa Fe, uh, the Palisade. That's their SUV range. They've got obviously a lot of those that come in hybrid. They've also got which which we'll get to in a minute. They've also got the i30 hatch, i30 sedan, which is you know, an Elantra overseas, uh, i20n, uh, i30n, Kona n, i30n sedan. Um, and they've got, they've still, they still sell the Sonata, which I completely forgot existed. Um, they've got vans, they've got the Staria and Staria Load, and they've got a whole bunch of electric cars like the Ionic 5, uh, the um, Kona Electric, and there's a whole bunch more coming uh, very, very soon. But they've also got the uh, Ionic 6, so and the Nexo, I, I think, is a car that's on its way, but but... They've got quite the extensive range, which is weird because when I used to think of Hyundai, I used to think of them selling the S Coupe, the uh, the what's it called the XL, and the Sonata, and that was virtually all they had in at one point. I think I think they might have had, yeah, I think that, I think that was I think that was their their they're pretty much their their range at, at like in the in the mid to late 90s so now that they've got all these cars it just it feels kind of weird it, it feels kind of like them and honda have done a swap um yeah. so because honda had all these you know had preludes and integras and 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 you know all different different mdx's and all sorts all, all sorts of stuff it feels like they've kind of done done a, a switcheroo with with hyundai so big selection of cars to choose from here what would you What's a yay car and what's a meh car and what's a nay car? We'll, we'll do that for Hyundai. So what what would you go for? What would you be like, eh? And what would you say yes, no? To? Actually, you missed one in, in that list. I'm just looking at their website. Uh, they actually list the the uh, Nexo as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you notice that? That's the hydrogen-powered car. Yeah, correct. Yeah, I, I don't know if they if they sell it, though. Did, did they sell oh, it? Oh, no, no. I don't think they sell it. But interestingly, that it's you know, prominent on their website as far as um, – under um, it's uh, eco, eco, yeah, yeah, mm. um, interesting. Mm. All right, so what do we think of their current lineup, Steph? Now you had a look at Hyundai's range recently. Actually, you, you um you went you went down you went down there. Uh, you got to drive in a new Santa Fe with with my brother when he went on a test drive. What did you think of that? I liked it. I think. Uh, like when you bring up Kia later, I'm I'm a Kia stan at the moment. And I think it just comes down to very superficial of me, but you guys always talk about what it looks like on the outside, but I'm I'm not going to see the car on the outside very often. I'm seeing what's on the inside. So yeah. I care about the driving experience. And um, one of the keys I really like, the set out of the interior. Um, and while I liked everything that um, I guess the Santa Fe offered and um, uh, without me sounding like high maintenance or anything, like I'm like top of the range or it's nothing. Like I don't want to deal with. Go um, big or go home. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if I'm only then going to spend like what's the top of the range Santa Fe, $77,000, yeah, then, right. you know, that's better than bottom of the range Mercedes for a hundred grand or whatever it is. Um, but, yeah, 
I I liked the Santa Fe. I feel like sitting inside it was very roomy, um, but I think for my needs, just too big. Mm. And I, I also think like about like petrol versus like hybrid options now as well. My brother has a like a RAV4 and I think they said they drove to Melbourne like a couple of months ago. Um, so they're from Adelaide and I think, did they say they used one tank for the trip? No, the, the, they, they didn't even use the whole tank to get over, which was... Wow, so, and I, Yeah. So I just think of things like that where I'm like, oh, just the cost of like getting to places, like not even a tank, whereas Matt and I will normally use a tank and a half to get over to Adelaide. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I liked it, but I think it's too big and I don't like the petrol factor. But what else in their range did you like? Because because you you had a really good extensive look at their at their cars on sale and 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 there was a few that you said oh I could see myself in that. Yeah, so funny I just said about the size of the Santa Fe uh, because I love the Palisade, yeah. um, but <laughs> the fact that it looks it looks so American at the front, like the grill is really ugly, but it does come in like a, a like really beautiful like dark green as well. You can get it in. Um, which is quite nice and it was like it was quite nice on the inside too I think though that one had a split sunroof so like it was like the sunroof at the front and then the sunroof at the back which I didn't like I would rather the what the panoramic one the full one um because it looked a little like it kind of made me feel a little bit claustrophobic um But that's just like that's not car like car related information at all. It's just the way yeah, I guess the car made me feel. Um, well, that's very important the way the car makes you feel because that stops people buying certain cars, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it was nice. But I really also um found that I liked the what was it? Was it the Kona mat that was sitting there? The Kona, or was yeah. it I thirty? It was a Kona N that was sitting there. And it was in like black and it just looked really like, like sexy. So I did like that one. Um, but I just then think that it's maybe too small. So if I think about Thomas getting in a car, I want something that's spacious enough for Thomas. Um, mm. And he's a big boy. He's a big dog. Big he's boy. a big dog. <laughs> so I need something big. Um, but yeah, like beautiful cars but I just sometimes I feel like with Honda looking at those I haven't like seen them in person but the interior kind of feels a little bit uninspired like it was like an afterthought um whereas I think with some of these and um what I like about the Kia that I like um I find that the interior kind of feels like I don't know maybe maybe they are like targeted to mum's like and their experience in a car as opposed to like a car person. And that's maybe why, I don't know. See, like, I will I will agree and disagree there, Steph, because like, for example, like the new Civic design is very minimalistic, very simple, like in terms of the of the interior. And I think that will age quite well. Um, whereas some cars mm-hmm. like, like that have got like, you know, a million different things in it. And it might look really flashy at the, when it's new, but after a few years, it might, be, it might look really dated really quickly. Um, and there's more things to go wrong with it, you know, and <laughs> more yeah. in my pocket, yeah. Yeah, so like I had a like sitting in the i30N sedan compared to this compared to the hatch that I preferred the hatch interior. It was a, it was a bit more cleaner, 
bit more you know less is more kind of s design whereas the the i30 and sedan was just just crazy angles and and a whole bunch of so i i I, yeah so i i can kind of i can kind of see see from both angles but but having said you mentioned the palisade and and the palisade is really kind of cool because you can order it with captain's chairs in the middle or you can order it with a full bench and there's you can you can that's something i didn't realize you could you could do in that car until 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 I until I actually went went and have it when I had a good good look at them, but the they've got they've got you know a, quite quite a quite a good range. But I, I want to start from their from their from their their cheapest car that, that's on sale, which is their i thirty, um, which is which starts at twenty six two ninety, which is which is you know still expensive, but actually you know. Sorry, can I interrupt? Uh, venue is actually cheaper. Oh, venue's cheaper, is it really? Yeah, wow. starts at twenty five one ninety. It does start at twenty. You are you are right, Stephanie. You've done a better Just job. Just fact checking. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate the fact check. Um, so, I can totally see, you know, that it's, you know, that's that's where hatches are at these days. Gone are the days of, as you said, Mr. Prince of, you know, under under twenty grand, nineteen nine ninety. You know, i thirties and Mazda threes. You know, everything's got a good, you know, minimum got a two in front of it these days. So, it's yeah, the, the i thirty is a really good good hatchback it's a good they drive really well um the ends are phenomenal to drive like they are a real cracking thing um i i really think if you're after a golf do a u-turn to the hyundai dealership and buy an i30 because it it's uh they are you know they are for for all accounts for me they are a small a small car that i actually really really like um uh, I, th- I think that i think they they look good and you know they they drive really well so uh, they shouldn't be discounted, and they and they sell quite well. Um, what about what about you, gentlemen, uh, Mr. David Prince and Mr. Scotty Doe? Cars in their in their lineup that that you would say yes, and then maybe, and then no to. The thing that staggers me about it, just looking at the, the website, owner available in sixteen options. It's insane. Available in twenty options. Santa Fe available in eleven options. For goodness' sake, that's crazy. I mean, that's. Um, yeah, I, I presu- I'm presuming that's trim levels and things like that in each model. Um, that's uh, that's a, a lot of infantry to, to actually maintain. Reckon. I have driven an i30N, which is a lot of fun, I've got to say. I love the idea of a Kona N, and I just love the fact that, that Hyundai are actually injecting that fun element into, into cars from the i20, basically, you know, right through. Um, I think that's a really cool thing, and the fact as a as we've discussed on the podcast before, that the uh, the N, um, N cars are actually warrant- covered by their warranty on the race track. Mm. Well, that's that's just nuts. I've never heard of another manufacturer ever doing that. As Adam Morris from Redriven said, when he, when he was on a press launch for one of them a few years ago, he's like, we beat the crap out of them on a 40-degree day, you know, like beating the living crap out of them and they didn't overheat they didn't do anything they only stopped to change brake pads that was it yeah unbelievable yep. like and, yep. and he's, he's like he's like he's like they warranting it for a track for a good reason because they are you know the oil temps and cool and cool temps were rock steady um and what's, and what's actually really cool about their, their end division um so for me all their end divisions are big a big thumbs up for me um because you know they're, they're doing great things and the great things that you can do you can go to a Hyundai dealership and on their website, it says as well, you can buy track pads. So you can buy like, you know, pads, right, you know, rated for the track for, you know, against, against fade and everything. And you can buy them from Hyundai. Like, like what car company has been, uh, does that? Like none. So that's yeah. 
pretty, you know, it shows that they're, it shows they've got intent and, and they're really trying to bring, you know, bring fun cars to in, into the mix, which, which, which I find fantastic. Absolutely. I do. And there is something sort of, yeah, the i30 and the Sonatas, they're, they're edgy. They're, sorry, the sedan and the Sonata are edgy looking things. You know, lots of, lots of stuff going on. I still like the, the look of the i30. I think it's a, a mature looking hatch. And I do like the, the, I've just checked it. You can get the N line, which is not the fire breathing end in itself. It's just got a few uh, subtle touches. Big saving money wise, as if you were watching the pennies. It's sort of 15 grand a head just getting the end line and you can still get a manual with a sunroof and all the premium gear. Um, it's not an end, obviously. It doesn't have that snap, crackle, pop element to it. But um, phew, 15 grand is 15 grand, isn't it? It's not to be sneezed at. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, like they, what an, an end line can go up to 41 grand. So just, just for some context, one of my students has saved up all her pennies and um, her parents went, I think, half, half with her and because uh, she's she's a really great she's a great student and and they ordered her a, um an i30 inline hatch and oh wow and it arrived and I'm like that is a bloody awesome first car <laughs> like it's oh, it, it's it's uh you know like it, and she's been working since she's like she's you know she's been really young like yeah saved them saved her coinage um and yeah it's it's a hot looking car like it looks good uh it, it's it, it doesn't look like it would age too badly um yeah it's got every, every conceivable option on it and i'm like this is this is a cracking car for under under forty five thousand dollars. like it's ridiculous so yeah i'm a big fan of that like what about girl. you Scotty? definitely i20s i30s Kona's all get the tick from me um Probably not the i30 and sedan i really can't get behind the look of the back of that um don't like the look of that one. Um, Santa Fe gets a tick. Palisade, not so much. Um, but, I mean, if you're in the look for a luxury, you know, four-wheel drive SUV, then why wouldn't you go for that? It would be more reliable than a Range Rover. <laughs> so you should be a bit safer with that. With that would be too hard. Um, yeah, it would be too hard. Um, but... As you're all saying, they they're kicking goals. They're doing fantastic things for for the market in warranties, um, looks, and performance too. Now, so yeah, why why wouldn't you go and at least check them out? What if you know if you're looking for a new car or something, you would not not stop by. Like you would go and have a look. Absolutely, like, like test drive them. They're um, yeah, they're great cars. Like, if I was after a track car that I could get a warranty for, I will go buy an i twenty N or an i thirty N tomorrow. <laughs> you know, like I, I would absolutely go do it and beat the living crap out of it. And if I broke it, take it back and said, "Hey, I broke it on the track." They'd be like, "Yep, we'll we'll, we'll warrant you because that's just that's just um, unbelievable." Like, I've, I've never I've never heard of a company do that. Um, so. It, it proves that they're trying to back their product and and they're and they're backing their end division and and to be fair like I there's one car that I, I want to I'm going to say to you guys that I kind of really really like and it's the Ionic Five and I've mentioned it on the show before I think it's a cool looking car um, and they've got the Ionic Five N coming soon which which is which is even which is even more exciting but that is um, you know I, I think if 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 electric cars can look like that and look really that that cool. Uh, it kind of, it kind of, it gives me Back to the Future, you know, DeLorean vibes. Um, but 
arguably very very cool i i can get behind that so so that that one's another big tick for me um i was a bit iffy about the the staria when it first came out but after seeing so many on the road it, it does look like it does look like a beluga whale but you got to get it on the right wheels and it actually looks really good and i like the back tail lights so about the wheels <laughs> um so yeah i i think on the right wheels they, they they look great i'm just trying to think there's there's really nothing in their range that i'm a bit uh, you know i'm a I'm a thumbs down to. I mean, the venue for me was was probably probably the one that I probably wouldn't. I, I'm not really interested in at all. But the rest it's pretty the rest, quirky. I've heard it's actually quite quirky in in inside. Yeah, and for once, there's kind of bringing back the multicolor, so different colored roof and compared to yeah. the body. So I, I kind of like that. I like two tone and kind of bringing that kind of stuff back. So nice and quirky. I'd give it that. Good um, first, first, you know, car owner. It would be great for them. In terms of me, I don't think I'm giving any car a thumbs down. I'm, I'm, yeah, pretty much all thumbs up for for Hyundai. What, what, are you guys on the same boat? Yeah, except Ionic Six. I think it's a hateful looking thing. Sorry. Yeah, I, I would agree. It's the the AU Falcon reincarnated. Um, <laughs> Ford, if you, Ford Australia, if you're listening, uh, yeah. your your copyright is <laughs> taken. <Yeah, that's right. laughs> <laughs> I, I just I would. two last quick things. I would actually get the N line to get performance blue. I love the fact they've got. I love that color, but also I love the fact that they reserve it for the for the N cars. Um, when the Civic Type R came out, uh, they had a color called Sonic Gray, um, which is like you know one of those popular undercoat gray sort of colors, which looks amazing with the red highlights. It does um, and had they kept that a Civic Type R color only, it would have been fantastic. But they just filtered all down through the through the range to the one, even the base with the hubcaps, and it just didn't do it for me with that. But and the other thing is, I love their ad uh, for the with the Ionic um, Five, but it's the the original XL from the late eighties, yeah, and it peels away, and it's the Ionic Five underneath it. I reckon that's a brilliant ad, and I love the fact that it's the profile, the shape of the car is actually pretty similar. Really. Very similar. <laughs> It's the way the way the ads are done. It's uh, it's really effective. So, Do you find the mirrors weird on the Ionics though? Well, they're cameras, aren't they? Yeah, and then the mirrors on the inside of the car or yeah. the, the video footage or whatever it is. Yeah, no, I I agree. It would certainly take a bit of getting used to. A few electric cars have that. Um, I drove a little Honda E in the UK, and it had that same setup. Um, and I think the Audi e-trons have got a, uh, got mirror, uh, cameras instead of mirrors now as well. So yeah, you're right. It would it would take a bit of getting used to, but the whole thing is that it actually means you don't have to look as far across the car. I suppose it's you know all about keeping your attention forward as much as it can be. I suppose, and that's why they see it as a safety feature. But again, it's just something else to go wrong, right? <laughs> well, it could be. You're quite right. Scotty, you all thumbs up or Ionic Six down as well, like like Mr. Prince. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the that Ionic Six, and it kind of reminds me of the early 2000s, like Ford Mondeos, and that the front of their headlights and just yeah, yeah, you're not sure. Not but there'll be plenty of people that like it. That's the good thing about the world is people like different things. That's true. That is I true. I just want to say they've. I mean, it's got two spoilers in the back. Again, the AU Series One had a bi, you know, a biplane spoiler. I copied it again. There you go. Here so you go. I'm telling you, Ford, 
get your act together, sue the crap out of home, <laughs> get your money. <laughs> uh, Steph, all what, what about you? All of them yays or, st- or still confused about a few? You know, they're all cars. They all get you from A to B. So, yeah, sure. It's subjective. Uh, hmm. It is. Now, getting to our last brand for, for this evening, because I want to do, do like three brands every every so, every so few weeks or so, just, just to have, have a discussion on, is Kia. Kia, the the uh, the sister to Hyundai, which they're, they're, they are the same company. Um, a lot of their cars are, you know, are shared. Um, you know, everything's kind of the, you know, covers each other. Now, this is their range. Oh, my word. Here we go. So what's that? Yep. 18 different models, okay. A, a lot. So they've got Picanto, Rio, Serato, Stinger, Stonic, Seltos, Sportage, Sorrento, Carnival, Nero, or Hybrid, I should say, uh, EV6, and the EV9, which is soon to be released. Quite a range. So they've got uh, they've got quite a, I think, a, a, a kind of like a, a slower progression up of size in comparison to Hyundai. And they've got more car options than Hyundai as well in that in that in that instance, I think. Although this is a little outdated. I think the, the Rio is no longer and I think the Stinger is no longer in Australia. The, the Stinger is no longer in Australia. There are there are a few hanging around at dealerships, um, but there, okay. there there's not many left from all accounts and then they're they're done, which which is a shame because the Stinger's a cracking car. So have they officially cancelled Rio in, in, in Australia, David? I thought I had heard they had. Steph's going, be, Steph's going to be devastated. Uh, Steph, explain why. My dream car had always been growing up. If you had asked me what my dream car was, it was a Kia Rio. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's outrageous. Quick. <laughs> I would run, not walk to my nearest Kia dealer. <laughs> Live those dreams. <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> All right, so let's go through the range. Picanto, I absolutely adore. I think the Picanto is such a big tick for me. I think it's such a cool, cool, quirky little car. Agreed. Uh, it, um, in, especially in 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 top spec GT trim. Now we mentioned last week that they could they could do a, a GTR or, or, or something like that with with, an, with you know the i20n engine and and LSD yes. and make make it a proper hot hatch. But I I think that it is a um it is a really cool little city car, good looking little car. It looks like an angry little little mouse that just like wants to fight you every day, and I, I kind of, I kind, it's, I find it endearing. I find little cars like that endearing. So for me, big tick. Uh, Rio, we know where Steph stands on it. What, what, what about you guys? <laughs> yeah, good to drive. I've driven a few of them actually, and they 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 are a really good little car. I think. Yep, agreed. Yep, great looking hatchback. Serato. Now, for me, the Serato is probably the the one in the range. Which I mean, it's 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 a it's a good size. But it's a bit bland, um, especially in their like their real like low aspects and things. They're okay to drive, not nothing really. You know, it's it's the one car in their range that I feels like like it feel kind of like it's old Kia. You know, like it's it's pre cool Kia if that makes sense. Like you know the 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 new the new and and improved uh, Kia range. So for me, I really like the the Serato GT. I think I think that's a good I think that's a you know, good looking car and I, I think I think it actually drives well. So that one's like kind of like an air to a tick for me, like you know, like, like a mid a mid a mid kind of spec. What about you guys? Sorry, I've I've gone down a rabbit hole of Big Panda GT manuals, but yeah. <laughs> uh, we're up to Serato. Okay, Serato. I would still go with a Rio. I know the Serato's step up in size, but hatchback wise, I'd still stick with a nice Rio. Uh Steph, you on board with that as well? Yeah, Rio all the time. I don't know. I'm I'm just not about sedans. I don't enjoy driving a sedan, sitting in a sedan. 
I think they're boring. Well, you heard it here first. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah, I don't know. I think I always relate like a, a sedan, even like that just shape to like Bogans down the street, you know? <laughs> and like that's not supposed to be rude. That's where I come from. And that's probably why. Yeah. Mm. Fair point. Fair point. Fair point. And that's the last time you'll be going in the typhoon, Stephanie. Um, moving on. <laughs> to... Not actually in the garage anymore, so. Oh, okay. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I'll, I'll let you have a discussion about the range. So, um, Steph, you, you said Kia is obviously one of your favorite brands. You really like Kia's. Uh, what, what would tickle your fancy if you had to, if you had to go through them? Um, so you would already know this. I liked the Sportage. I think the the size was good. Um, obviously not as big as a Sorento. Um, and then when I think of we were looking, because we test drove the Sportage and then we went with Luca to test drive the what, Santa Fe. Um, and it was pretty much like for like car. I don't know about size. I think the Santa Fe is bigger. Um, but I guess the one thing that had gotten me over the line with the Sportage was the, the display that it had. Um, so the top of the range one had like, has a, like a longer display and I, I just like the look of that one. Um, oh yeah. Yep. Looking at but, it now, that's what Yeah. I think though the only thing I don't like about it and the thing that I, like a question is it's got the little knobby gear shifter thing. Yep. The little dial one. Yeah, yeah, I, I mm. like. I just think, what about if I'm just like, and, and I just knock it? Oh, I don't. I think there's enough. I don't think that would be a worry. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of still want the. I want it to feel like, um, like futuristic, but not. I still want like the classic car things you know yeah. like it's like if it took a steering wheel out you would be like oh well where's my classic car yeah i want to steer it thanks very much <laughs> i don't want to drive it telepathically thanks <laughs> so can so i just say you... side note matt have yeah. you guys seen um there was a was it a picture from uh, like a few years ago someone a guy gets pulled over in adelaide and he's driving a car with like um what's the tool where oh, yeah. pictures, he's, and he's, he's driving a car with that. Yeah, he was driving a VN Commodore with Vice Groups as his steering. Oh, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Seen that, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Steph, could you relate to that being being from Adelaide? <laughs> yes, yes, can relate. <laughs> so, so what I think you're wanting, you'd want a Kia GT, Sportage GT line with a T-bar automatic instead of the instead of like the dial. Correct. If that's yeah, right. and I, I would prefer a hybrid one. Which is so build me a car. So they do one, I think. No, yeah, there's the, one coming out. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, I look at the Sorento hybrid. Yep. So the 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 hybrid version is coming out, uh, and they've got they've got two versions of it. They've got the plug-in hybrid and the um and just the standard you know standard hybrid as well. Um. So yeah, and I actually think um I I quite like the looks of the of the Sportage. I think it's and I, I think it's quite edgy. Um, and I think there's a lot of them around and they're, they're selling quite well. And, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, can, it's bigger than a RAV4 because RAV4s are quite small in the rear, especially if you've got a dog, you, you might, you might yep. want to put, put some stuff like they're, they're actually the biggest one for the size from, from, from what I've, from all the accounts from what I've read. 
so out of out of you know cars in that mid-spec suv size that that that's the that's the one that you know it's it's the biggest one of of the size so yeah so steph you're a fan of that anything else in their range you're a fan of not really although obviously like you keep on saying i was always a rio but no like i think the older you get the well like at the, the stage of life i'm in now i feel like as much as matt would hate this is like i'm in my suv era <laughs> I, that's all I, I wanted. I just want something a little bit bigger that I'm higher off the road. Um, yeah. And because, like, we even at one stage looked at the Outback, but I feel like that was t- still to a little bit wagony. Um, whereas it's just, I don't know. But maybe it's a looks thing too. You know what I mean? I, I, can, I can get that. I don't think anyone here would buy a car they couldn't stand the look of. Agreed. I agree. Am I speaking for myself? But, you know, if you see something, you think, oh, no, I can't, can't go. How do they sell those Sangyong Stavics? <laughs> <laughs> How did they sell? <laughs> well, to be, to be fair, I mean, when you, when you buy a dog, right, like some dogs are so ugly that they're cute. And you and you and you and you buy them like 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 every pug owner I know they're like they're the most ugliest dog ever, but I love them because they're so because they're so, they're so ugly. That they, <laughs> I just don't think the same is for cars. Like and but maybe people that bought a Stavic was like it's so ugly that it's cute, and they bought a Stavic. I, 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 that's the only <laughs> logical reason that I could that I could possibly think of anyone buying buying that car. No, I reckon it grows on you because that green of the, your Fiesta that you got. Yeah, I was mortified when you chose green. <laughs> you were, <laughs> and and then you saw it though, and you were like, actually, it's not bad. Yeah, and then now the more I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, like I can see it. And you can find it in the car park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's fun to drive, and that's like you know, I yep. can't see that it's green when I'm driving it. True. She was like, are you sure? She asked me like five times at the dealership. Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? And I was like, you can still change your mind, like right up until the time he paid for it. You can still change your mind. Oh, yeah. And then, and then it got, and then it was like, uh, like I had to put a deposit, like an extra thousand before it got built the day before it got built. They're like, okay, your last chance, any color difference. I'm like, nope. <laughs> that, that was, that was, uh, that was that. But David Prince, the key range. Where, what are your yays and what are your mids and what are your nays? Okay. I've got all up in front of me. I don't know if it's an age thing. I love the Picanto. Yeah, agreed. Um, Serato's okay. Stonic's, I don't mind the Stonic. Even not a great car, though. The Stonic, I've heard it's an old platform, I think, and yeah. about, you know, needs to be redone. But, you know, for a small SUV, I don't think that's a bad-looking thing. Um, I really wanted to like the Seltos. But in the flesh, I just find it a bit blocky. Mm. Um, I really like the old Sportage. I can't say I love the new Sportage. It's a bit too angly or something for me. You're going to have bit... to drive it. It'll change your mind. Oh, look, you, you're absolutely correct. I, I mean, that will that, that could well. And I know people that, that have bought them and love them. Mm. Um, but it's the same with the Tucson. You see, I'm not in love with the look of the new Tucson either. Mm. Um and it's the same car underneath, basically. But Correct, um, yeah. uh, and I've been in a few of those. Been in, been in a friend has one and, and, and loves it. EV nine, my goodness, that that's coming soon. It says on the website. That looks like something a kid drew a kindergarten. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if you wanted to draw a, bo- a boxy looking car, that would be it, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, the one that actually we didn't go and look at, but we've talked about a lot before we bought the ZRV is the Nero Hybrid. 
Okay. Um, Now, that's quite a different-looking thing, and I think that's part of its charm for me. I I, I don't mind it. I think it's, again, it's a bit wagon. And, and Steph, that's probably something that you wouldn't like about it, that it is a bit more wagony than SUV-ish, and it's quite a bit lower than the CRV. But I I didn't mind it. And and the fact that it doesn't actually... Even the hybrid has a spare wheel in that, so that's pretty unusual. Um, and it's got the wide fascia um, with all the uh, interactive stuff. But, yeah, we didn't actually drive it. Friends have got an electric one and love it, um, but we wouldn't, we're not ready to go electric yet. So that would have been the one. I the, think hybrid, we, the hybrid's a good middle ground, I think. I, I yeah, think. yeah. Yeah, so I, th- I think they offer brilliant warranties, obviously. Mm-hmm. Aside from Mitsubishi, I think they're the leading warranty in australia aren't they yeah so there's not much that can go wrong a carnival i know people that have got the new carnival absolutely love it a lot of money though but mm. buy a fully loaded one uh, I, love the carnival. I, I i absolutely adore carnivals like i used to i used to, I used to laugh at them years ago and yep. then i and then i drove like the print like the the pre the pre-facelift to the to the current one and i'm like this drives so well like yeah. it, <laughs> it it had plenty of power the big v6 and and yep. yeah, it it um it was quiet. It was refined. It, it drove like a car, which is which is what surprised me the most. And I'm like, this is a cracker. And every time someone some some people say to me, "What's a good people mover?" I'm like, Carnival. Just just Carnival. just just just, yep. just head, head to head to your Kia dealership and don't even test drive one because well, I mean, yes, you do, but like that they're they're good. You you'll 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 be you'll be wrapped with one. But yeah, I, I really like the the way the new one looks uh, for me. Uh, that's my favorite car in in, in, in Kia's range. <laughs> wow. Okay. I I, I mean, well, Steph might What's be it like it. He could he could stretch out and lie down in the back of that, couldn't he? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I I really like it. I, I mean, it, it's that in the, the and the two cars for me that that you know in Kia's range is that and the Picanto that I absolutely love. I, I think they 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 really nailed those cars. But what about you, Scotty? Where, where do you, where do you stand? So mine is obviously Picanto, Rios, Stingers if they're still around. Definitely the Sportage. I mean, it won an award for a reason, Car of the Year. Won many yep. awards. For a reason. And yeah, if no one brought it up, I was going to mention the Nero too. That looks very, very funky. And moving into the whole hybrid, because I still wouldn't make the leap to EV or anything yet. I think that's a perfect middle ground for what you might be after, little small kind of SUV. Their interiors look very, very nice. They're really high quality too. Like, like, like mm, interiors are- too, the design aspect of the Nero is interesting in that they offer that blackout panel on the side at the rear um, mm. in certain colours, and they call it a oh, – I can't remember what they call it, but they've got, they've got a name for it. But, yeah, I mean, that's just – that's really inter- – it's an interesting move from a – for for a car design, I mean, I haven't seen it on anything else I can think of, um, but I sort of like that. I like that it, they're doing something that makes it stand out a bit. Yeah, something different. Yeah, the Nero is really cool. To try things different. And Kia, to to their credit, have been really trying over the last few years to be different. They're not being sheep like other companies, and you know, doing the same thing. Like they they've got they've got, and there's not many brands I can say this about, but like they've they've kind of like really they're not playing it safe. They're like like they're going kind of balls out. This is what we're doing, you know. And you, know, you either buy it or you don't. <laughs> so I've I kind of respect I kind of respect that you know in a way. I think that's I think that's cool. So would you have would you have any nays in their in their range, gentlemen? And Steph, uh, yeah, there's a I don't like. <laughs> I don't like the picanto. Um, that, they're fighting oh, words, Steph. That's fighting words. 
<laughs> Matt always talks about how much he loves a picanto, but I just feel like it's too small. Like I, I don't, I don't like a small car. Okay. But I don't know if that's coming for uh, like, because that's, it just looks like your first car, like a, the first car for a teenager, teenage girl. And that's what I look at when I see it. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question, Steph. Now, David's N1, which we went in. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I think it's smaller in length than a Picanto. Uh, mm. did you, it's certainly did you feel, narrower. It's certainly narrower. Did you feel Did you feel uh, the same way about that? Even though, even though you actually enjoyed that. I don't think so, and I feel like it was. It's probably just based on like the novelty of it. Yeah. Like, not as many of them in Australia, if any. There are very few and far between. <laughs> yeah. So and and like just the the whole experience of it, like the way that that car is built. Like we were saying, you don't feel claustrophobic in such a small car because the way the door had cut out almost to like to fit like a, a body, and for <laughs> you not to feel claustrophobic is like it's quite smart. Hmm you know, manufacturing, whereas, I don't know, you look at a Picanto and it doesn't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just I just don't like the Picanto. I don't have what, a really What's Picanto. funny about the, the fact that the boys all like the Picanto, uh, it's probably the oldest car in the range too. It is, yeah, it is. Like it's, it's, it's a bit of a dinosaur. Um, but I think I think partly what I love about it is that they still do it, and they they offer a manual transmission with a, a sporty sort of look to it. It's 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 unique in, in the in the Australian market at the moment, really. I mean, is that the smallest car on sale? Because like Mitsubishi don't sell the Mirage anymore, right? Like they, it's it's. Uh, yeah, I think that Picanto has got a huge chunk of that micro. Well, they call it micro car. It's not micro car. You know, market um, Fiat Five Hundred is the other one. That they they sort of compare to it. Uh, that's just being remodeled now into a slightly larger car again. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's really. I admire the fact that they keep it going. It has been renewed overseas, but I don't think they're bringing the new model here. I think it's it's on run out or soon to be on run out here. I think I've heard. Did you did we hit, you break that a few weeks ago, Manny? I think I think we did, yeah. Like there's, yeah. there's the there's the newer version of it that's coming out, which is like a like a finalized facelift, I think. But like but like a, a heavy. A bit like the Nero front on it, actually. Yeah, correct. Similar, that's exactly what yeah, it's similar styling to the Nero front. But like considering like you know you could get Rios for under twenty grand once in a while, you can't anymore. And I mean these cars, the Picanto started eighteen nine nine eighteen eight eighteen eight ninety, um, and they go up to twenty two eight ninety. So like you know it, it's it's. You know, a small car, but you, you know, you, you know. I guess it's kind of one of the cheapest cars you can buy if, if that's if that's you know starting with with a one in the in the you know in the number. So that's kind of cool. I think I think we've 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 covered Kia. Um, so yeah, I, I think I think they're I think they're doing some good things. So all three of those brands doing really good things. Uh, good to see Honda on the fight back, uh, David. And, and and I know you're you're a staunch Honda man and. Um, wow. I I and I believe you as well were a bit worried for a little a little while what Honda was doing, so I think it's uh it's it's yeah I think they're doing a good thing. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They sell they sell a um like a pickup truck in America, don't they? Sure. Well, I uh, they... 
It's called the ridge line. It's only made in right in left hand drive. Left hand drive, yeah. If they would have done that in right hand drive, I think it would pro- probably persuade a lot, a lot more people to, to a to a, a Honda dealership. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they would have sold it here. I don't think it's a market they would have been chasing. I think Kia and Hyundai are both looking at bringing a dual cab down, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't, don't see that it would have been a comfortable fit for Honda. Well, having said that, had it been in right hand drive as well, I might have to eat my words, but. Um, but yeah, it was never a chance of it coming here. It's just, it's just funny. They don't, well, they do sell them in Japan, but in left-hand drive, so you can buy left-hand drive cars in Japan. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I just find it funny because, like, you know, one of our biggest, one of the biggest things I sell here are Rangers and Hiluxes. You know, them and SUVs, and you know, they're, they're going SUVs. They're still with their Civic and their and their Accord, but I, I think, um, you know, having that would would help, you know, bolt, you know, bolster the range, which 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 is kind of cool. But anyway, moving on, gentlemen, to tonight's car quiz. Now, Steph's for the first time ever is going to be part of the car quiz. Oh, Whoa, yeah. here we go. Now, when I edit, I wish the I'd show, have known that earlier. <laughs> it'll be the Kia, the Kia Rio. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so she, believe it or not, guys, she's actually won a couple of the quizzes when I when I'm editing and she's and she's listened in. Okay. And, and I was like, you know what? That's actually quite impressive. So now that. Gives me time to think about it. So he pauses while he's editing. He pauses it, and then I can I can think about what he's told me over the time. Whereas in this in this moment, you guys are going to be too fast for me. I'm I'm just hearing excuses, Stephanie. Currently, but anyway, that's uh... (laughs) okay. Are you you going to keep score, Maddie? I'm keeping score. All all good. Okay, so this was done fairly um fairly quickly tonight. So there are a few rabbit holes go gone down. So. Um, yeah, okay. see how we go. See how we go. Uh, so the Corolla GR has just been updated in Japan after how long has it been on the market? Five minutes? Five like minutes, that? yeah. Yep, yep. But the engine's output is still the same. How many kilowatts does the Corolla GR produce out of the box? Oh, is it Matthew? Matthew. I'm going to, to say 226. Okay, Scotty. Um, 210. Okay. Steph, killer wasps? At <laughs> uh, 224. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the point goes to Steph. What? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That's brilliant. Uh, uh, out of the box, it produces 221 kilowatts. 221. So, Maddie was 226. Six. Yeah, I was, yeah. Steph was 224. Uh, uh, well done. Score check. Uh, uh, Steph won. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, uh, yet to score. Yet to score. Yet to score. Yet to score. Yet to so this is long before all of your times, but, hey, it's an interesting fact. Some people will know, some people won't. What year did Mini win at Bathurst? Oh, it... I believe it won in Matthew. Oh, in Matthew. I'll buzz in properly. I'll, I'll do it professionally. Uh, I believe 66, did it win? Correct. Oh. 1966. It, so bonus sure. points, yep. bonus points, who were the two drivers? Oh. One's got a automotively, uh, automotive, automotive, 
an automatically related name and um, the other one's not an Australian person. Mm. So two bonus points on offer. Matthew? Any, any takers? Matthew, I'll, I'll, put a, I'll take a punt. Um, not an Australian at first. This is one, one of them. Um, uh, was it Firth? Last name? Firth? I forgot no. Really, no. Um, Good guess. I see where you're going, though, but no. Yeah. Mm. Mr. Walkinshaw. Mr. Walkinshaw. <laughs> no, no. No, I'm not quite sure. No, a bit tricky, a bit tricky. Mm. Are, you, are you done? Yeah, I think we're done. Okay, Seven. two drivers, so no bonus points, but the two drivers were Bob Holden. Oh, right. driving a mini. Uh, and Rauno Alterton. Never going to get that. <laughs> Sorry? Was you never going to get that. Oh, okay, because the first rabbit hole. Rano Al, 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 Al. I could say it before. I tried practiced it really, really diligently, I thought. Rauno, R-A-U-N-O, double-A-L-T-O-N-O-N, Ian, Altonen, was also famous in another form of motorsport, not Bathurst racing. He's obviously not, was, is from overseas. What uh, what was the form of motorsport he was best known for? Uh, Scotty. Formula One. No. Matthew. I'm correct. Matthew. I want to say rallying. You would be correct. He was one of the flying fins. He's he's a man of Finnish extraction and known as the Rally Professor was his nickname. All right. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, question four, we're up to. What was unusual about the Fiat 500 limited edition diesel? It's in the name. It was a diesel. Like I think, Matthew, it was a diesel. They... Was that the only one that came in, like that model? Incorrect. Ah, okay. Why is it called the Fiat 500? Has it got to do with 500? Um, well, it was a, it was like my little N1s, the new version of the Honda Scam. The Fiat 500 was a newer version of the old Fiat 500, which was Cinquecento in Italian. So it had 500cc engine originally. That's why it was called the Fiat 500. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, I've got I've got no idea about this one, Scotty. It's on you. Or Steph? Or Steph? Oh, sorry, oh, Steph. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Keep forgetting me. It's okay. <laughs> um, did it come in a special color or badging? Oh, make it stand out. Close, close. Actually, I'll give you half a point for that. Half a point. Uh, the Fiat Five Hundred by Diesel was actually. A petrol engine. It was named after the diesel um, fashion house. It was a limited. Oh, oh what? Wow. How confusing is that? That's confusing wow. as okay. that's, that's confusing as hell. Oh, I've got a Fiat 500 diesel. Oh, you put diesel. Sorry, no, it takes unleaded. But like, yeah, that's uh, right. That's pretty cool. One point four <laughs> petrol engine, but it was a limited edition uh, Fiat wow. 500 by go. diesel. <laughs> There's another rabbit hole we went down. Uh, what was the fashion house edition of the Holden Barina called? Matthew. Matthew. They had a sports girl Barina, I believe. Correct. They did have a sports girl Barina. Did you know that, Steph? They had a sports girl Barina. Now you do. Uh, 
I think the issue was with the question. I wouldn't call um, Sports Girl a fashion house. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. I'm sorry, Steph. Do you want a, a bonus point for pointing out the, the fact? Yes, please. <laughs> is that is that just... Um, is that is that a more a female thing that like it's they were so bad they wouldn't be called a fashion house? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. They're too cheap. I was gonna say what well, was the fashion house edition of the Ford Laser, but I mean Maddie would have jumped in like as quick as look at you. And that is a fashion house because Carla Zane yeah. was a bit of a legend. So I think I, I think I, I you know, you, I told you that stuff, didn't I? You did, you did, because when she passed away, um you were. I told you that you should do an episode about um, females in cars, and we did. And you did with yeah. no females to put their opinions to yeah. it. <laughs> Where were you, Steph? We needed you that night. Busy watching Busy. Or something. <laughs> okay, another rabbit hole here. The barina during its last span was actually sourced from three different countries. What Matthew, countries were Matthew, they? That would be from Korea in its latest in its last form. Correction. Uh, uh, correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, it would have been from Japan in its most early form. I. And issue is Opal build their cars in many places. And Indeed, but they only source Barina from one plant. Uh, I don't know if it's the Germany or the Belgian plant. Which is your answer? I want to say the Germany plant. Uh, incorrect. Oh. So you have two. You got two points for that. There's still one point left up for grabs. What one did you say, Matt? I'm not telling you anything, Stephanie. Uh, <laughs> here's a hint. It wasn't either of them. Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> oh, really? The USA? No. No. Oh. No. Sadly. Um. It's all on you. Okay, so it's not Palestine. Uh, South Africa. Uh, incorrect. It was oh, Española. Español. Oh, they came okay. from Spain. That's oh, right. okay. That's actually quite interesting because, like, my friend who had an Astra, he had a, a, a you know the two point two Astra SRI. That was from Belgium. That was made in okay. Belgium. That car. Yeah. So uh, I was like, oh, maybe maybe it must have been made maybe there because. Yeah. Uh, I had yeah. a little Barina, a little sports Barina. You had an SRI, oh, and and. Okay. Well, that was a that was a Spanish sourced one SRI. Oh. Should have known that. Should have. They make a mean paella. Mm, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Bonus question: How many generations of Barina were there? Matthew. Matthew. In Australia or worldwide? In Australia. In Australia. Okay. Badge Barina. So there was the one in the. 80s. Oh, he's doing a bunting. Yeah, I'm doing a bunting. <laughs> yeah. Do you have? Don't you have three seconds to answer? Oh, uh, very Matthew. Good. Matthew. Matthew. I'm going to say five. Ooh, incorrect. Oh. Scott. Scott. I'm going to go one more. Six. Correct. You bastard. <laughs> <laughs> you hit with the Ed curse. Oh. <laughs> okay, question seven. Oh, score check, Matty. Score check. Scotty, three. Steph, 1.5 because you gave her, an, you gave her a pity <laughs> point. Um, <laughs> um, half a and uh, and myself on five. Now I, I just want to just clarify that last question, um, Mister Mister Prince. They had two from Japan. They had <laughs> one. They had two from Spain, and they would have had another two from Korea. Correct? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
boy, fact checking my my questions. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to picture him in my head. I'm like, I'm like ah, thought I counted him, but anyway, I was wrong. <laughs> Question seven: Volkswagen has just previewed their new California range of factory camper vans based on the new T7 platform that also features the electric iBuzz version. The soon-to-be superseded T6 California camper van is still available in Australia. How much um, dollaroonies will you give Volkswagen to drive the diesel California T6 out of the showroom? Closest, closest to the dollar wins. Matthew, it, and just clarifying, these are fully loaded, right, with camping gear and everything, right? Yeah, with the roof that pops up and pops up, down yeah. and mag wheels and funky colours and stuff. I'm going to say VW pricing, as it currently is, I'm going to say it's $110,000. $110,000. Scotty? Uh, I'm thinking probably be about one twenty-five. dollars 125000 Scotty. And I'll go, I guess, then $100,000. one hundred to Steph. Okay. And the point goes to Steph. Oh. <laughs> You're good with these ones, Steph. That's great. <laughs> so it's currently lists $103,790. Oh, Cheaper than I thought. Yeah. It's a bargain. It's a bargain. Go and buy it. You're in run out. <laughs> Might get a bit of couple grand taken off, maybe. <laughs> okay. So haggling, Scotty. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Steph, this is your opportunity to come back. This is another closest to okay. Oh, great, great, great. There are currently two hundred and forty thousand nine hundred and eighty-four cars for sale on car sales in Australia. Roughly, to one percentage point, how many are manuals? Oh. Matthew. Hit me, Matt. Are we doing percentage or are we doing like a number? Oh, you could do either or both if you like, but percentage is what I worked out. Oh, okay, percentage. Uh, I was going to put a number out of the, that, but I was going to say about 22,000. That's not a percentage, though. So I've got to figure out what the wait, wait I've got to figure out the percentage. So you're saying less than ten percent. Oh, we'll go by numbers. Num- we'll go by numbers. Fine. So how many? Yeah, how many manuals oh, okay. are the same? Yeah, I'll I'll do fifty. I'll actually I'll do eight percent. Sorry, eight or eight. I'll do eight percent. Eight percent. Eight. Eight percent, Matt. Okay. Scotty, you see now, Steph. It's not that I'm not asking you, ladies, before gentlemen. Yes. I'm, I'm letting the others answer first, and then you can. Yeah, no, I think. I think. I mean, to a bribery and, and, and get the point. <laughs> I'm going to say 15%. 15 15%. 15%. Okay. I'm going to be crazy and I'll go 27%. Oh, crazy. Crazy doesn't get you to the point, sadly. And this seems oh. the, 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 the winner would be Scotty because it's 13.2% of cars on car sales are manual currently. Okay. So that's 31,947 cars out of 240,984. That's not a big number. That's not a big number. That's why I'm excited about the Kiva Canto GT line. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, question nine. What does MG stand for? Matthew. Matthew. Oh, is it Mills Garage? Oh, I can never remember the first word. It's always... It's like a weird name. Um, no, I, I got it wrong. It's all right. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I got it wrong. Sorry, Scotty, Steph, MG, massive grind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I don't know what it really is. And to, to steal the point, Morris Garages. Wow, that is very well stolen. <laughs> That's exactly what it stands for. Yep, you're, you are. I swear right. you've told me that plenty of times, Matt. I, ha- I have, I have, and I just completely just cocked it up. I've oh, wow. Yeah. It's me. Um, score check, uh, check. Ladies, lady, lady and gentlemen. Uh, so Scotty on four, Steph on 3.5, myself on five. So could technically, I don't know how many questions are left, but could still be anybody's There's game. three more points left in the last question. Ooh, technically anybody, still anybody's Anyone's game. Anyone's game. Anyone's game. Uh, this is close. Ooh, ooh, okay, you ready? Question 10. The Nissan Escargo was one of four vehicles known as the Pike Cars, manufactured by a specially commissioned area of Nissan to spearhead that was where the pike came from, like a spear, to spearhead new design based on the concept of nostalgic modern. Nissan, mm. uh, it, it was a form of fashion accessory, and they were so popular that they ended up having to be sold by ballot in Japan. What were the other three cars of the four? Matthew. Matthew. One would be the Figaro. One was the Figaro. Uh, and... Oh, what are the other ones? There was the so the Escargo, there was the Figaro, there was the I can't remember the name of the other two now. No, I think I'm out. Okay, we'll have to hold you there. That's yep. one point to you. Steph, Scotty, Scotty, Steph. No idea. Scotty, Steph, Steph. Steph. Um, was one of them the the? Did you say it like Payo, Pow, Pay? A Pow, yeah. Correct. Yes, one point to Scotty. I can't remember the other one. There's still one. Yeah, I can't remember that one. Oof. Also named after, shared a name with a famous banana. B1 or B2. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) What? Really? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well done, Steph. B1. Did you say B1 or B2? That's technically half a point taken off. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're you're, you're a tough marker. I'm glad I'm not scoring this. I'm glad to write the questions. Uh, all right, score check. Uh, Steph is on one, two, three, four, four point five. She 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 scrapes in with the. Uh, she obviously knows her bananas and pajamas quite well. Uh, Scotty on one, two, three, four, five, and Oof. myself on six. I get chocolates tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, well done, well done, Scott. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. You know, what I was thinking of when you said famous banana. The first thing comes to mind is like pajamas. Pajamas, a car, Nissan pajamas. It's <laughs> just <laughs> like B one, B two. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I just had yeah. bananas and pajamas stuck in my head, so I was just singing pajamas. <laughs> uh, Steph uses logic, and he's like, oh yeah, there's only two famous bananas in the world, B one and B two. So we we'll just ask them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yes. I wish they'd have facelifted it or you know brought out a second generation and called it the B two. That would have been <laughs> that would have been clever. And the and the seat trim was the bananas and pajamas. You know the pajamas that the, the blue the blue. Oh yeah, <laughs> the blue and white stripes. Yeah, <laughs> I could see Steph driving one of those. Yeah, cool. No, if it's yellow, not for me. No. <laughs> they, they did come in a colour called pumpkin yellow. Oh, yep, hydrangea blue, pumpkin yellow, and. In yellow, that's yeah, it was pretty horrible too. It was a real pumpkin yellow, it wasn't even, <laughs> yeah, yuck. All good, gentlemen. I think, and and Stephanie, I, I'm just not used to saying that when we have a when we have a female on the show, we are we are out of time. I think that's a podcast. That was a good podcast, yeah, I agree, yeah.
That was good fun. How did you find your your first proper podcast evening? Um, yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was. In other in, in other words, this will be her first and last time on Car Talk with Ray I just thought, uh, you know. I thought you brought a frankness and a softness to it, Steph. Ah, oh, thanks, David. I thought you were going to take over now. It's called Car, yeah. Talk, Car Talk with Steph. Car Talk with <laughs> Steph. Yeah. Featuring Maddie J. <laughs> 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 well done, Steph, on the quiz. Your logic was quite good for most of your answers. Um, I'll, I will, I will pay that. I'm just surprised that there's not many manuals for sale. I just always thought they sold cars fifty-fifty. Half of them were automatic, half were manual. Well, do you know what I think? That I think the that's just a, 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 that figure of thirteen point two percent is purely based on how many older cars there are on car sales because the figure is even lower for new car sales in Australia. It's so, it's, but I do find it strange. I know that you've got to finish up here. Um, but I do find it strange because when I moved to Victoria, I didn't realise that when you get your P's here that you have to have the condition that you can drive manual. In right. Adelaide, I got my licence in an automatic car when I was like 16 and a half and my mum was like, you've got one day to learn manual. Oh, right. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> and I learned manual in one day. Oh, wow. I mean, I had to just do it myself for the rest of the time. So I don't know if that's probably like a contributing factor to it also, that not enough people be. know how to drive. I will be. But also, like, Steph, like I know in, in, in Adelaide, you know, like you, you don't have to get a roadworthy when you buy a car. So, like, there's tons of just cheap manual cars that are just, just passed around, like, 100 people that will own yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, because they can just they can just use it. So I, I guess that, that kind of, that kind of it, it, you know, impacts the fact that people would, would, would want a cheap car and be like, oh, well, cheap car is a manual car. We'll, we'll just buy that. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to consider road weathering, road weathering, whatever, you know. Getting that cheap. <laughs> um, I think there's a podcast. We'll do some plugs. Mr. David Prince. Oh, look, I'm, I'll still plug in uh, the old auto retro podcast where we talk to people about the cars of their lives and, I really hope the second series is starting soon. It's meant to be. <laughs> You'll have to get on, uh, on Spotify and uh, YouTube and all your favourite podcasting platforms. You'll have to get Steph to talk about her, her, her SRI um, Barina. Yeah, yes. I hit a kangaroo in it once. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's not ideal. No. They're big things to hit. Oh. Um, golf tips with uh, with well, I'll rephrase Scotty's golf tip of the week. Yay! The best part of the whole show. It is really. <laughs> um, for today, my tip of the week, well, for this week, my tip of the week is your driver is your best friend. Mm-hmm. Get out there and practice it. Hit that ball as far as you can because the closer you get to the hole the less likely you need to pull out your um, three irons or fairway woods and um, your hybrids and things like that, which are much harder to hit, especially as a beginner. Um, you'll be able to use your high irons like your sevens, eights, and nines, and they are a lot easier to hit. Don't go as far, but a lot easier to hit. That means more consistency. That means lower scores. So get out there, practice your driver, get that distance, don't worry too much about your slices and hooks yet. 
mm-hmm. just work on getting that distance. And as I mentioned before in previous weeks, to get that distance and the right hit with your driver is a tempo. You need to get Absolutely. that right tempo. Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Steph, have you, have you anything you want to plug? Uh, car talk with Maddie J. Yeah, thank uh, you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you can you find do. us on Facebook. It's Car Talk T O R Q U E with Maddie J. Uh, you can also look find us up on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasting out. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review to us there. Check out our merch. Go to Teespring Store. Go to Teespring Type in Car Talk Car Talk Store, and you'll find our merch there. Or support the show by becoming a patron to our Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash Car Talk Podcast. You, uh, you'll see. Our um, other patrons on there. So, hello to you guys. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks, guys. This was a fun one. We 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 broke down a few brands, and we had Steph almost win the quiz somehow by Bradburying it. So that was that was interesting. Um, watch out! Watch Look out! out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, next week. <laughs> Maddie, see, Maddie, she does listen to you. She does. Yeah. She does. And and when she'll ask me a question about like. Um, uh, what's it called like yeah, a bronzer and 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 uh, and a and a like a mascara? I'll be like, yes, they they do things. Uh, Don't with... act like my makeup is my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd better leave it right there. Yeah, uh, no, guys, thank you, for, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Steph, for coming on the show tonight. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take it easy. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Bye.